All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your host, Frank Delaney. Today on the pod for the second time. It's been a long time, but he's back. Yes, sir. Rob Golden. Rob, yes, say what's up to Bring the Juice What's Nation. going on? What's going on? Bring the Juice, man. It's mm. always a pleasure to connect. And, yes, uh, sir. We definitely going to bring the juice this go around for sure. Great links. Uh, Rob, just to give a recap on your profile, 559 Dude, went to U of A, yes. was in the league, Pittsburgh right. Steeler captain. Right. Most recently, Golden Charter Academy. Yes, sir. The school within the 559. Absolutely. And expanding soon. Absolutely. Um, let's just start there because that's just it, the hottest thing first. Right? No doubt. The no hottest doubt. thing first. Absolutely. We have a lot of new listeners compared to the last time you were on the pod. Let's talk about what is the Golden Charter Academy. Hit Absolutely, it. man. The Golden Charter Academy is the first TK through 8th environmental stewardship zoo school in the nation yes, right here is. in Fresno, California, man. And what makes us really unique is that we're a place-based education model school. Uh, so we get to use the zoo as an extended laboratory of our classroom. But not only is our students going to the zoo on a weekly basis, man, we're going out in our communities. We're going out into these natural um, environments and being able to give our students connections um, with the environment through environmental education. And then we're providing them with environmental literacy, which is the knowledge needed uh, to be able to affect change in our community. So um, our students are going to be the ones that's going to help our world become more sustainable. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what doctors and engineers and lawyers that come out of this program for sure. I think the adversity and diversity that your kids are going to get to go through and overcome throughout just the platform that you have is going to be light years ahead of oh, the, this, the standard public school system at this absolutely. point. And, you know, you mentioned last time on the pod, it's not just the zoo. I mean, right. and yeah, you really, if you, if you were a, if you were a, you know, an education board person in New York city, you had to say, where's a place in the, in the United States where there's a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I realistically Fresno State's I mean Fresno's one of the one of the oh, best absolutely spots. absolutely I mean you think about everything that's in our backyard from National Geographic parks to um we're right down the street from the coast uh we're some around some of the the most beautiful scenery uh when it comes to you know hikes and nature and mountain climbing and trees and things of that nature so um you couldn't pick a better spot to be at uh when it comes to connecting children or connecting anyone um with the environment so uh, really excited about our place-based education model because we get to expose our children to all of um, what the Central Valley has to offer. And, you know, going to these zoos or going to the Fresno Chaffee Zoo, which yes, we sir. support hugely on Bring the Juice. Absolutely. We are, uh, we discussed as well that, you know, it's not just kids going to point at the elephants and looking right. at the tigers and whatnot. Right. No, like there is some structure and there is some education behind going to the zoo. Because Absolutely. Just like the game of football, the zoo is also a business. Absolutely. And people, I mean, yeah, they, like you said, the kindergartners, they might be looking at the monkeys and all right. that. But there's business behind that. And over time, you're going to incorporate that in. Is that no correct? No doubt. No doubt. Well, uh, not over time. We're starting right now, you know, even with our kinder students. I mm -hmm. mean, when you think about the zoo and everything that it has to offer, um, our students get to see what an engineer does, what right. a veterinarian does, what a chef does, uh, what a CEO does firsthand, you know, just by being at the zoo grounds. So 
um, those experiences are really rich and, you know, they are very thought out when it comes to our unit planning. Um, but you think about, you know, when you're looking at your younger students, um, you're looking at, you know, how far a kangaroo could jump. Right. And when you're talking about measuring and data and things of that nature, um, what better place to go than a fresh no choppy zoo and see how far is a kangaroo jumping from A to B or right. um, how far um, does a um, eagle wingspan spread, you know, once the wings are fully open. So um, it's really a great place to uh, teach not only physics, but math. Um, EL, English, um, and everything else that comes with it. You know, we try to build all of our curriculum around a scientific method. So um, to utilize the zoo um, as an extended um, laboratory of our classroom, man, it's definitely been beneficial for our students and you can definitely see the growth in them for sure. There's there it's, there's a method to the madness. It's not just, hey, a zoo sounds cool. There's a reason behind everything that oh, you no do. no doubt. With your time with the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. you were there for an extended period. You were a captain there. You mentioned that you're you ha- you love their franchise. It's yes, a family oriented area franchise. All the teams they are they're somewhat connected in some sort of a way. Absolutely. When you walked away from football and you decided to start the Golden Charter Academy, mm-hmm. the principles that were within the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Right. Is there any crossover from those principles into the Golden Charter Academy? Uh, Absolutely. You know, um, and when we say that, you know, I was the captain for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I do want to point out that I was the youngest team captain. The youngest. In Pittsburgh Steelers franchise history. history. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So do want to throw Take that out the there. <laughs> the youngest captain. Absolutely. Um, but man, I tell you what, the Steelers is a first class organization. You know, everything that they stand for and rep um, is excellent, you know, and um, that is definitely what we're trying to incorporate at Golden Charter Academy is excellence in everything that we do um, from the organization standpoint, from um, how classrooms are structured, how everything um, flows at Golden Charter Academy. It has to be excellent. Um, and that's what the Rooney family represents. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers organization represent. Um, it's excellent. And when you live up to a standard, um, then you know that the standard is the standard, no matter who's doing the job, no matter who's on campus, no matter who's uh, running the day-to-day operation. The standard is the standard and the standard is to be golden. Uh, so it's awesome to um, kind of do that crossover from what I learned with the Pittsburgh Steelers and incorporate that at Golden Charter Academy um, because I'm trying to set a standard and my standard is to be golden. And uh, once our students understand that, our community understand that, um, then everybody will know what it takes to be golden. And when you be golden, you shine like gold. <laughs> <laughs> You were waiting to drop that one. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. I mean, it just, I love it because Uh it incorporates in the education system. Okay, me as a kid who, and I'm sure you're the same way. When you're a kid, if it's football season, you play football. Right. If it's baseball season, you play baseball. Right. I played volleyball. I played Uh cross country. I did whatever there was. Right. You could win at it. I wanted to play. Absolutely. Only thing I did, I got cut from the tennis team in eighth grade. Because I had baseball practice. Right, but right. My mom said it because oh, that sucked. But I, right. it was because of baseball practice. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is you learn in athletics that there's a standard to win. If you no want doubt. to win, you have to put in this work. You have to have attention to detail and understand that if I don't do this, I'm not going to get... You can't have no inputs and expect an output. Right, right, right. You need to consistently 
chip away, chip away, chip away, and show Absolutely. up every day. Absolutely. Don't just have a good day at school on Fridays because you know the weekend's coming. Right, right, right. Your Tuesday morning better be just as good Absolutely. as your Friday afternoon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing, man. When it comes to sports, um, the business in sports is winning, you know, but Hell yeah, it is. Uh, what I when I try to incorporate uh, from an education standpoint, it's the win as well, too. Absolutely. I always tell people right. that we're not just offering a world-class education at Golden Charter Academy, um, but we're the beginning of community change. And being golden is a lifestyle, you know. So um, when you think about what we're doing at GCA, man, we're trying to set children up um, to succeed academically and in life. Uh, but the thing about GCA and a lot of students that attend Golden Charter Academy, they want to be the football players. They want to be the NBA players and the entertainers um, because that's what they're used to seeing on TV. I always tell people, sometimes you only know what you see. Mm -hmm. And these children and these community members that is import, that supporting Golden Charter Academy, all they see is what they see on TV. And that's your entertainers, your NFL players, your NBA players. Right. And what we're trying to do is expose children to a whole different norm and change the narrative. Right. We want children to believe that they can be a doctor, they can be a veterinarian, um, they can be a zoologist, a biologist, or whatever it is that, um, that they, you know, draw interest to. Um, but if they never get exposure to that, if they never have experiences on what it takes to become that, right. then how can we expect them to be there, you know? So Can't. it's really about, you know, setting children up to win academically and also win in life as well, too. They go hand in hand. Absolutely. And, you know, okay, I, 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 I'm I, going to do a little sideball here real quick. Let's go. <laughs> I saw a video of your son running pretty fast <laughs> on the blacktop. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so would you consider yourself a uh, NFL household, an NFL standard? Uh, I'll tell you what, man, the standard is the standard. The standard is the standard. The standard, <laughs> the is, the standard, standard. is to be golden. <laughs> the standard is to be golden. What else is golden is one of our newest sponsors, uh -huh. Plates Hub. Plates Hub... Your family needs to eat this. Okay. Because all the other NFL players are right now. Okay. And they just, my, my boy Joe, who owns yeah. Plates Hub, he is providing meals for the professional athletes at the highest level. Awesome. You are the highest level in everything you do. So Absolutely. you should eat Plates Hub. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. You can't change the mind change the mind unless you change what goes inside the stomach. Hey, so, amen uh, to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying Plates Hub, they got organic ingredients. It's Absolutely. never frozen. Uh -huh. You order it, it's at your door. I mean, next time you run it back, We'll have a chicken wing eating competition or something, Rob. Man, let's with go. Plates Hub chicken let's wings. Let's go. Plates Hub. These are delicious. I'm looking forward to it, man. Shout out to Plates Hub. Shout out to Plates Hub. We appreciate you. More to come soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Transitioning back. Uh-huh. Okay. So I've had this thought in my head for a long time. And you're the... Out of everybody I know in the education system, yeah. I like you the best, first of all. Uh -huh. But secondly, you got your own school. I got no my own doubt. podcast. No I can doubt. say whatever I want on you. Yeah, man. You got your own school. You can do it. You, I mean, you're going to keep within the standards. No doubt. But one thing I've always wondered and thought, especially uh -huh. as an I'm adult, and I consider myself to hold myself to a higher standard. Absolutely. I wish I had a class in my life. Uh -huh. And maybe it's hard for a K-8. Where, and I, I learned this down the road. Right. Where I could write a check, mm -hmm. where I could learn how to pay taxes, uh -huh. where I could understand the concept of having a high credit score yeah, matters. Absolutely. Um, maybe I want to learn how to open up an investment account. Absolutely. Or what what a stock means. Right, right, right. You learn nothing in uh -huh. school. Uh -huh. You, I mean, I, I think about like astronomy classes that I've took four times uh -huh. at, in the different tiers of my life. Yeah, yeah. I probably could have done it once instead of four times. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Not because I failed, because I was required to take something in that no field. No doubt. 
how is there not one class that's just called life skills? Oh, absolutely. That we just, you, it just says, hey, you ever wanted to mail a letter? Right. This is, you put your address right here and that guy's address yeah. right here. And you yeah. need a stamp and they cost, yeah. you know, 72 cents. Absolutely. Would you ever, I, I don't know what the right grade is or at what level, but I don't, do you remember anything like that in your life? Absolutely not, man. And um, that's something that we're looking to implement at GCA, but not looking to. We're doing it right now. You know, I know a lot of my teachers are implementing financial literacy. Right. Uh, so when you talk about managing finances, um, that's something that our students are doing right now. I know um, in one of my first grade classes, uh, my teachers actually make the students rent their desk. Um, so wow. they have to pay rent on their desk. Okay. And they get an a certain allowance based on their performance inside the classroom. Okay. Uh, but every every other week, man, they got to make rent due um, on their on their desk, you know. And then you have your, your student store inside the classroom where they can buy these little erasers and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, but if you buy that and you don't make rent, then what's more important? So... Um, teaching financial literacy is definitely something that's needed, um, but not only in the education field. When you think about athletes um, that's Huge. never had any money and then they're 20 years old and they walk into the NFL or the NBA and they get millions of dollars and they've never had to manage any money in, you know, in their lives. Right. Um, then the expectations of them should be to go broke when they're three years removed from the NFL. Right. Because nobody never taught them how to manage finances. Never. And if you never had anything and now you got the opportunity to get everything you ever wanted, um, you're going to go do that. Right. And if nobody is there to guide you and teach you how to spend and how to manage cash flows and things of that nature, right. man, you're going to continue to see what we're continuing to see, which is athletes going broke, you know, two years, three years removed from the NFL or the NBA. Um, but financial literacy is needed, man. And we're implementing that right now in first grade at GCA. That's huge. Absolutely. Huge. I'll say Absolutely. as a, as a, being a 20, I just, I'm 25 years old now, and I've had to read books outside of uh -huh. my education system. Right. To learn these things on, hey, I, this is how I should manage my money. This oh, absolutely. Is, this is a better way to think about right. my finances versus this. Right. Am I saving? Yeah. Am I If I have $500 in my bank account, yeah. does that mean I have $500 to spend? Right, right, right. It shouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, you look at finances, you look at home economics, you know, I know that's gotten away from the school systems out well, but... Man, people don't know how to cook anymore, you know? People don't know how to cook, iron clothes, you know, all of the... Change of tires. Change the tires, all of the basic things that we used to know um, is starting to become obsolete because uh, when you think about the generations that we're living in right now, everything is so instant gratification. Um, everything we want to do, everything we want to have, it's at the click of our fingers on our, on our devices. And it's like we're losing the opportunities to be self-dependent and we're relying on other people to cater to us. Um, and if we continue to do that, man, we're going to lose our generation. So really giving our students the hands-on learning experiences, um, that's what GCA is all about. I think, you know, one thing you kind of brushed on this now too as well was the concept of at our fingertips. And I think, mm -hmm. You know, the younger generation, and I catch myself sometimes too. Uh -huh. We all want overnight success. You kidding me? Yeah. It's easier that way. Yeah. But that it ain't reality. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. But that chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away every single day, go to work, 
with your belt on and your uh-huh. lunch pail and you're saying, I'm going to put these hours in. Yeah. I'm going to get that work in. Yeah. And I'm going to get a little bit better. Brick by brick, 1% right. every day. Absolutely. And then you get to your goal. Yeah. That's how you build your character. Right. That's how you build it who you are. But these, but people these days, I say these kids, there's adults that do yeah. it. Shit, they want to hit the lottery and, yeah. oh, that's how I made my money. Yeah. yeah. It ain't like that. Well, well, man, you talking about um, the acronym D and the golden rule, which mm. is dedication. Uh, when we talk about dedication, man, it's about being committed um, to whatever your dreams, whatever your vision, whatever your goals are. Uh, dedication, man, is something that I've been throughout my whole life, something that you've been. Uh, when I think about my life, man, I think about my timeline um, on things that I've been able to accomplish in my life. You know, I I went to school for 17 years before I graduated with a college degree. Right. Uh, I played football for 11 years before I ever played in my first NFL football game. Uh, I worked on Golden Charter Academy for three years uh, before I ever opened up this school, you know. So that goes all back to dedication. You know, nothing ever happens overnight. Um, but if it's something that you're, if it's worth having, if it's worth fighting for, um, then you will be able to stay committed and stay dedicated to your mission and your vision. And then sooner or later, it'll come to fruition. I know you're a big Nipsey Hustle guy. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but Nip said life is a marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely. Now, when I think that, there's two ways you could go off it. Uh-huh. It could be just because life is a marathon, not a sprint. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean you should walk. Yeah, yeah. You still yeah. need to move with some tempo. Oh, you still need to get there. You yeah. still need to get there. Yeah, you got to have some urgency. You know, um, I, I think I learned this from, I don't think I did. I know I did. I learned this from Coach Lee, man. He said that mm. uh, uh, people be talking about staying in their lane, staying in their lane. But if I got to switch lanes and get to where I need to go and then get back in this lane, Diamond lane. I'm going to do that, you know. And uh, at the end of the day, man, you got to get to where you trying to be. And um only thing that comes to a sleeper is a dream, you know? So if you're sleeping, Ooh. if you're if you're resting too much, then all you're getting the is bars. your dream. But if you want to make that dream come to fruition, if you want to bring it alive, yeah. you got to work, man. You got you to put the work in. Um, I'm a man of faith, man. And, you know, James, too, always tell us that faith without works is dead. So um, you can believe that you're going to be great. You can believe that you're going to start a podcast. But if you sure. don't really start putting the actions towards your faith, man, nothing ever happens. Never. So uh, when we say life is a it's not a mar- it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Um, then that means find your pace, find the route that you want to go and Let's stay committed to that and get to where we're trying to be. Amen to that, man. Okay. I love, and I love that you brought up the faith right now. I mean, I was, uh-huh. I've had a couple of good conversations recently about that. And, you know, we're recording this on Easter weekend, which, uh-huh. which if anybody within a faith, it's a big weekend for people no question. faith right now. No question. Regardless of that alone, I just, you know, any athlete I've ever met, and this uh-huh. is a sports podcast. Uh-huh. You got to have God in your life, man. No doubt. You got to have those moments where you're saying, I don't care if you're walking through the tunnel. I don't uh-huh. care if you're taping, put yeah. some eye block on right before. Yeah. yeah. Run, you ran out. You're in the corner of the end zone. Take yeah. your knee. Say a prayer real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A quick little. Yeah. Damn, I'm grateful. Yeah, man. That's. Um, Protect I mean, me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's been my foundation, man. You know, that's what I built my life on. You know, is my faith. I mean. A lot of people, you know, navigate through life in ways that they're able to, um, you know, get to where they want to be. You know, some people uh, try to cope with different, you know, situations that they're going through throughout their lives. But uh, my way of coping through, you know, getting through life and doing what I needed to do to continue to stay 
um, in my right mind and stay afloat, man, was really relying on my faith. And I've been doing that, you know, my whole life. So, uh, man, that's my that's my foundation. That's what I'm built on, you know, and that's what I built my family on. Um, I know people like to say, you know, use use God as a priority. He should be number one in your life, this, that and the third. But um, I look at God as he's the center of everything I do. Right. So there's no first. There's no second. He's in everything that I do, man. So you're, uh, you're, he, he's it's, there. It's the foundation. He's there. It's he's the there. foundation. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that also leads back to your reflection on leaders mm-hmm. are like shepherds looking over their flock a lot of uh-huh. times. And I'm sure you have, you as a captain for the Steelers, uh-huh. you had dudes where you're like, I need to make sure this dude is, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to little boy him. Uh-huh. But I need to make sure that he's he's there on time today. I'm right. gonna text him in the morning to make sure right. he's at this meeting on time. Yeah, I and think I, yeah, I think more so, you know, uh, when you set a standard, when you set a standard, and everybody knows the standard. Um, so that's how it was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody knew what the standard was. Right. So they had to meet that standard. And I'm if you didn't, of, you were just gone. Yeah. If you didn't, you were gone. And I'm the type of leader. Um, that like to lead by example. Yeah. Um, I think a leader is is more important about what you do rather than what you say. Of course. Um, so if I can show up every day and show people what it looks like to be golden, if I can show up every single day and show people, you know, the example that I want them to set in front of our students, uh, then that's a leader to me, you know. Um, you do have some leaders that are your rah-rah guys and that's your motivational guys and going to get guys pumped up, but... I'm the type of guy, man, that's going to show you how it's done yeah. and follow my lead and let's 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 go take on the world. There's different types of captains, I think, throughout uh-huh. this world. And captains, we're speaking in a football term, but I think captains also is another word for manager, business uh-huh. owner, Absolutely. father. Absolutely. Father figure. Anything Supervisor. of that nature. Any Absolutely. Of that. Absolutely. And as you said, there's different traits. There's the I I I personally think. Actions will always speak louder than words. No question. And I'm also a guy to where if I'm not respected off of the way I do things, setting that example, mm-hmm. then I shouldn't even get to talk about it. I hear you. I hear you. I can't. I couldn't stand in my life when you're doing summer conditioning. Yeah. And a dude's yelling at you to make your time. Yeah. And he misses last three times. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. Well, what are you doing? Right. Right. If, right. I, if I, I'm not. If I'm missing a time. Yeah. You better. You better. Sit down and be quiet. Yeah, the no corner doubt. Of me go. No now, doubt. if I make it all my times, yeah, guys, let's pick it up a little bit. Let's go. Positive reinforcement. Yeah, you could get, you could speak to a dude in that circumstance uh-huh. by saying, "Hey, we need to pick it up a little," versus right. saying, "Hey, bro, you're you're lagging, you're slowing us, you suck." Like, right. like the the way you phrase criticism could uh-huh. go a long ways on how that person struggling can yeah. take it. And I'm using the football as an example. Yeah, that's what we did. No but, doubt. But even in your field now of being the leading force yeah. of the Golden Charter Academy, which right. is more than just some school. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. How has your leadership tactic changed from the being a captain of the Pittsburgh Steelers to now you're the head of the Golden Charter Academy? Yeah, I, I'll say, man, um, it's, it's it's really the same. You know, I, I, I continue to try to lead by example. You know, when it comes to uh, some of the positive reinforcements, like you were mentioning, um, that is some of the positive affirmations that we're giving our students. Right. Uh, when we talk about the golden rule, man, it's, it's uh, I will give respect. I will be obligated. I will love learning. I will be dedicated. 
I will elevate everybody around me uh-huh. and my surroundings. Uh, I will be dedicated and I will never give up, you know? So when you talk about the golden rules, um, it's that positive reinforcements um, that we're giving our students. But um, at the end of the day, man, I try to exemplify um, what golden means, you know? Uh, uh, when I put this school together and I had this vision um, to develop this, I wanted to be able to break the matrix, you know, and I always tell people that the matrix is an environment in which something is developed. Uh, so when you think about, um, children and people that are coming from the matrix, they've been on this circle of life, pretty much their whole life for generations and generations. And the only way to decode the matrix is by doing something that's never been done. Um, so when you talk about starting the first TK through eighth environmental stewardship zoo school in the nation, right. that's a matrix decoder. Um, and then when you bring the golden rule and you show people how to give respect, how to be obligated, how to love learning, how to be dedicated, how to elevate and how to never quit, that's a matrix decoder. Uh, so really, man, my whole focus matrix decoder. is to decode the matrix, man. So um, that's 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 what we're doing at GCA. And uh, that's how you exemplify leadership is by doing something that's never been done, but also um, leading by example. I didn't write this in my notes today, but I thought about it uh-huh. this morning. I decided not to write it in, but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh-huh. Do you ever feel like you're walking alone? Because, and I say this because of this. Uh-huh. I started this podcast not knowing anybody else that has started a podcast like this. Right. I see people do things on social media and it's, oh, it looks yeah. cool. But how do you put up, people don't under, appreciate, or I don't know if they don't appreciate, I don't care if they do appreciate yeah. it. Because that's me versus me. I'm yeah, always yeah, competing yeah. against myself. No question. No question. I don't need to prove anything to anybody uh, in my life. Uh, you've been reading nobody, my tweets, man. Nobody, get out of here, Rob. <laughs> hey, but nobody can take... I got jerseys on right here. Yeah. You said you're going to put a jersey up no here? No doubt. Nobody could ever take that away from Absolutely you. Absolutely not. But when you go through this life and you got these crazy goals, like, uh-huh. damn, I'm going to... I just... I, yeah, I played in the league for the yeah. Steelers. You could have... That would have been a good, a good thing to hang your hat on. Absolutely. But there's more to it. No it's question. the next thing. No What's question. the next big thing? No question. But when, for me at least, like I had nobody personally that I could call, uh-huh. that I trusted and uh-huh. said, hey, uh-huh. um, I want to start this podcast. Right, but it's right, not right. just a, it's not just two dudes with a mic. Like I want to start a a brand, a movement, something yeah. that people could really relate and tap into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're chopping it up, talking ball, but yeah. we're talking life. Yeah. I'm sipping on a little Hennessy right now. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do, thing. man? Like, yeah. doing, well, it's it's the boys. This is ABC Thirty Action News. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like we're saying it how it is. Absolutely. As athletes, there's so many things you want to say at a press conference. You just you can't say. No doubt. You can't express that passion. No doubt. Because if you're a professional, you re- you know yeah. I gotta stay between the lines. You in a cookie cutter. Box. You in a cookie cutter. You uh-huh. better stay in it. Uh huh. So when you're a dude who's like, all right, I'm gonna start a school uh-huh. that has no other school to compare it to. Right. And you're trying to figure these things things out. Right. Do you ever have days where you're like, I know you got good people in your corner. Uh-huh. I do too. Yeah. But I know that deep down there's those moments where you're like, I'd love to call the guy in uh, Florida that yeah. has one of these charter academy schools <laughs> yeah. with the zoo and be yeah. like, hey, how'd you structure that? Right. How'd you pricing structure that? Right, right, What's right. What's your curriculum on this thing? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's nobody. When it's, you start something different. Yeah. And, and that's the and that's the beautiful thing about it, actually, you know, because uh, I have different zoos calling me like, how you do a zoo school? That's how um, you want it. You know, and that's the way you want it. But I always look at, you know, Jeff Bezos. Um, here's a guy that started 
Amazon mm-hmm. in his garage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was a bookstore. And now it's one of the most profitable companies in the world right now. Yeah. Um, but when he started it, it started as a vision. Um, and in his and his vision, um, it was something that he had visualized. And I always tell people that vision is not what you see with your eyes open, but it's what you see with your eyes closed. Mm. So when he closed his eyes and he visioned Amazon, what we're seeing right now is what he saw years ago. Right. And what people are seeing with Golden Charter Academy right now is what I saw in my vision. Um, but my vision is not complete yet. You right. know, there's it's so much process. more to it. Yeah. Um, but the thing about when you're the first um, to do something, you become the innovator and then you get to lead another generation to help them become more successful. Right. So um, if you do what's always been done, you'll always get what you always got. Um, in order to do or in order to have something that you never had before, um, you got to do something that's never been done before. Right. So uh, I'm thankful that I am the guy that's leading the charge um, and creating an innovative school to be able to lead other educators and also lead children um, on a path of success, not only academically, but in life as well, too. Well, and it takes a special individual. You can't. I think there's a lot of people out there who, and I, I've gotten people who they want to start podcasts, they want to uh, start a movement, they want to do right. this, that, they want to do that. I'm sure you got people who are like, hey, I got this idea. Yeah, it takes a couple things for you to actually do it. Oh, no question. Because it, you could write up powerpoints, no have question. these ideas, talk about it at dinner. No question. It takes it takes a little bit. It takes some stones. Absolutely. And it takes it takes a little bit of just. God, it uh-huh, takes a, absolutely. But, it, but you just kind of got to just do it. Yeah, and I, shoot or shoot. Yeah, you got to shoot to score. Absolutely, you have to. Absolutely, man. I um, I say that you know, throughout the course of my life, I've been, I've been doing you know this recipe um on how to accomplish goals or how to accomplish visions in your life. And um, as you know, I'm a man of faith, man. So Sorry. I always tell people the first ingredient to accomplishing a vision or accomplishing a goal is you got to write your vision down. You know, you got to write your vision, you got to write your goals down, man. And then I always say after that, you got to have faith actions, you know, and faith actions is um, faith in actions. But I like to put it as one word because, you know, the Bible tells us that faith without works or faith without actions is dead. Um, So if you can, you can believe all you want to believe, but if you're not putting that action towards your vision or your goal, um, then you're not accomplishing anything. Um, And then I tell the people the third ingredient or the third ingredient is um, to stay dedicated. You know, nothing ever happens overnight, man. You got to stay dedicated to your mission and your vision. And then you will see it come to fruition. Um, But then the last ingredient, man, I tell people to elevate. Um, You got to elevate your surroundings. You got to elevate... Um, your lifestyle. Um, and then I always tell people, man, if, if if people around you are not motivating you or elevating you, then why are you associating with them? So um, to really be able to put those ingredients um, into one, to make this one recipe, I believe that is how you accomplish goals. Mix that yeah, up, man. baby. Absolutely. Yeah, Rob. Absolutely. No question. God. Chef Rob out here mixing <laughs> it up, baby. I love it. There's, I, I was thinking there's this book I read not too long ago. I don't like really long books. Uh-huh. It takes too long. Yeah. But there's a shorter book called Zero to One. Uh-huh. And uh, I had a long drive. I audio booked half of it and uh-huh. read the other half. But it's about starting. It's about dudes like Elon Musk, Bezos, uh-huh. things, guys that field, Steve Jobs, who it's one thing to copy somebody else yeah. and do it better. Uh-huh. But to, to actually take into action and do something that's never been done before. Yeah. It takes 
a very well thought out developed plan. Oh, absolutely. But more than anything, just like the game of football, everyone has a plan until it, like, the ball snapped and yeah. you're just like, all right, I gotta, I yeah, gotta yeah, adjust. Yeah. Absolutely. See, I could be a slot receiver yeah. and I gotta run a five yard out. Yeah. I might run that thing 25 different ways. Different. Right. I might have different release, my right, stick, right, might right, do this, right. stay away from the back, all uh -huh. kinds of things. And that's just like a business move at this no point doubt. to where, man, it'd be really nice to uh, keep posting podcasts and oh, the, the show just grows up. Yeah. You got to... Uh, oh, some other dudes the doing the same thing probably two miles away. Like, Absolutely. Like, I'm not special, so I have to continuously be chasing after just the top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and it's not something where it's like you want to look up and be like, man, like, look how far I got. Like, right. Like, damn, I started off my mom's basement and now I yeah. got a nice little studio. Like, yeah. man, I want... I want to... I want a whole house big time absolutely, studio. Absolutely. I want an audience. I got an audience, a couple audience members in here today. I want 35 audience members absolutely, in here. Absolutely. Absolutely. concession stands. I want a guy walking around with peanuts yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to continuously grow. Thinking. Right. Uh-huh. And it's hard. It is hard because you do, you do want to, as human beings, you want to chase success. No doubt. So it is hard to not want to look up and be like, damn, look back too. Yeah. And look like, man, I look how far I come. Right. But it's, I said it on the pod last week. Yeah. As soon as you stop, yeah. dude, someone's coming after you. Oh, no doubt. Somebody's no doubt. coming after you, and they're going to see your every move. No doubt. And they're going to say, okay, what'd he do right? Yeah. Okay, bet. Yep. What'd he do wrong? Okay, yep. bet. And it, by the way, it costs you time, energy, and money to yep. do it, and he's learning from your mistakes. Learning from your mistakes. And now he's that much more no on top doubt. of you. No doubt. And it's like, man, you just got to uh, you gotta be adaptive. You know, you got to really be fluid when it comes to um, developing something, you know, you can never be stuck in your ways, you know, it's either this way or no way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think what proved that the most to us is, you know, the pandemic, right. um, look how many businesses that were flourishing, um, before COVID. And then when COVID hit, um, a lot of people didn't adapt. A lot of people didn't, wasn't able to go virtual. A lot of people wasn't able to, uh, switch to carry out or take out. Right. Um, and a lot of their businesses got hurt, man, yeah. and got shut down. So, um, I think you really have to be mindful to stay fluid in any situation. Um, and then also be forward thinking when it comes to, um, you know, your business or, or whatever you're trying to accomplish or your vision or your goal. Um, times are going to change, uh, people are going to change, and you got to be able to meet the demands. Um, one thing that I saw was that um, over the course of my life and over the course of people that came before me, one thing that's never changed is the education model. Mm -hmm. um, you got kids that sitting inside classrooms in a row, raising their hand, teachers is teaching one lesson plan yep. to a group of 30 students, and every child in that classroom might learn differently. So how can you provide um, a lesson plan to students that is going to be able to break down the barriers for learning and let them all have the same opportunity to learn? Right. When you think about people and how they learn, man, some people are audio learners. Some people are visual learners. Some people need to touch manipulatives and have hands-on learning experiences. Um, but if all you get in is a one-way um, experience on how to learn, um, then everybody is not benefiting from that. So you always got to be able to be light on your feet to create a a, a model where everybody um, could be successful and everybody could be reached um, in your podcast, in your business, at the school. Right. I'm trying to break down all barriers so that everybody could be successful or everybody could have um, the same equal opportunities um, to have life success. Everyone's different. Like you said, no everyone question. learns differently, different levels, different speeds, different no ways. 
<clears throat> you're in the you're in the field now, mm-hmm. and you know, I just think you're developing winners. Yes, sir. And when you're in the NFL, you're trying to win, and now you're developing mm-hmm. winners. Mm-hmm. So with that being said. The disciplines of the responsibilities you have now versus the disciplines you had as being the youngest captain for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Are you more disciplined now than you were? Uh, I tell you what, man, I, I get more disciplined every day. You yeah. know, you come, you you get disciplined when you have a vision. Right. And you have a mission and you want to accomplish it. Um, where there's no vision, the people perish. But if you have a vision and you're trying to reach your vision, then you're going to work towards that vision every day. Mm -hmm. That's being committed. That's being dedicated. Um, So when I think about my life right now and the journey that I'm on right now, I have a vision. And my vision is to have the best school in the nation. And until my school becomes the best school in the nation, I'm going to be working every single day to make sure that I'm taking the um, the appropriate steps in the right direction. Um, I want my trajectory arrow to be pointed up always. up always. Um, so when it comes to discipline, man, your discipline comes from um, having a vision or being committed to something and doing it every single day right. um, until you're able to accomplish your goal, man. So uh, when I was in the league, I was, I was disciplined because, you know, my – my lifelong vision was to become a professional football player in the NFL. Right. Um, and then when I made it to the NFL, it wasn't, oh, okay, I'm all of a sudden not disciplined anymore. Yeah. I got to become more disciplined because there's a draft every year and it's some young pup that's trying to come, trying to take, come my take my spot. My and right? I'm trying to put in more years as possible. Uh, I was an undrafted free agent, man. So I took the hard route to make it to the NFL. But um, to make it and then to stay in there and play seven years and walk away on my own terms. Um, it was definitely a blessing, but um, it just goes to show uh, how disciplined I was right. to my vision and my mission. Hell yeah, it was. I mean, we haven't <laughs> even talked that much about the Steelers today. Yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking now from a football perspective. Yeah. And, and, you know, you've you've heard, you've learned about the juice now at this point. No doubt. What's your most electric moment in football? You're just Man. like Oh my God. Like yeah. that's why you play right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, man, I had a lot of good moments, but um it was this one play. Um, I believe we were playing the Cincinnati Bengals for the AFC championship. Ooh. Sunday night football. Ooh. Um, we're up by seven, I believe it was. And it's late in the game. We're getting ready to punt. And we've practiced this punt, fake punt, man, my whole career. <laughs> I never got the chance to really run it, though, man, because, you know, we ran it my rookie year, and then nobody never ran that, you know, play against us again. So right. I come up on my seventh year or sixth year in the league, and, you know, I get this look on the punt formation. And here we are finna punt the ball, finna give the Cincinnati Bengals an opportunity to get back in the game. Uh-huh. Um, and I see that I got this formation that I've been practicing pretty much my whole career. I audible to play, man. I snap the ball to me. I catch the ball. I throw a 44-yard pass to Darius <laughs> Hayward Bay. Um, yes, as a safety, sir. you don't see too many safeties, man, that's throwing the ball you in the You can sling that bill. Absolutely. But uh, I, 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 I can honestly say I walked away from the NFL uh, two for two. Uh, with over 144 yards passing. Hey, we have to put that. We have to put that. We got to put that stat somewhere. Yeah, right? no doubt, no doubt, man. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it was it was awesome, dope man, to be able to complete that pass. But then I also walked away from that game with the um, with the longest uh, play per yard um, throughout that whole game, Woo-hoo! man. So 
it was a game that sealed the moment, and it was also a game that won us the AFC Championship. So um, that was definitely one of my highlights of my career. What string quarterback would you have been on the Steelers then at that point? Well, I tell you what, man. If was I was, the, if I was, if I was all the way committed, I think I could have been a starter, man. What? But, <laughs> Take but it, I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't committed to this uh, quarterback position. Oh, but I tell you what, man. If push came to shove, I would have been third. I would have been third in line that game. Third in line. <laughs> I would have been third in line. <laughs> It's funny, man. They started making me take snaps from under center just in case no, um, I ever that? had to. Yeah, if I ever had to go to quarterback, if the big man had got hurt and then our backup Landry at the time would have got hurt, uh-huh. um, it would have been on me, man. You, were we can only, you can only suit up two, two quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, so I would have been the third guy in line, man. Wow. And, uh, well, I would have got the job done. What you, what, what's your quarterback spot? You got a glove? You got, are, are yeah, you a towel I, 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 wear, I wear two gloves, man. I'm Teddy, two, two gloves. gloves? I'm two gloves, Ooh. man. And uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a think-run first, and then I'm a pass. <laughs> I can see you having a nice little swag out yeah, there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Take me back to some of my Edison days. Uh, when I was quarterback at the E, man, they used to say I threw too hard. So I went straight to defense back there. Man, but. they should have caught them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's wild. Right. I love that. Right. I mean, I know we talked about Renegade last time, too. Yeah. I was going to play it when you walked in today, but I, uh-huh. I didn't have my phone ready to go yet. But, <laughs> I mean, explaining that, like, I know we talked about it on the pod last time. Yeah. Does it still fire you up, though? How oh, many times absolutely. have you listened to it in the last, like, this year, 2022? Well, I, I tell you what, I went to the, um, I, I've been to a few Steelers games since the past time we um, connected. Yeah. I went to the Chargers versus Steelers um, out in um, L.A. I went to the Steelers versus Minnesota in Minnesota. And then I got to do the um, Steelers versus Kansas City playoff game. Oh. Uh, so whenever I go and I host the tailgates, um, for Stiller Nation, that's the hype song, man. That's the hype thing. <laughs> so going? absolutely. So uh, I tell you what, man. But whenever that, whenever that song dropped in the fourth quarter, um, the steel curtain was coming out, man. And I tell you what, that song right there still gets me fired up to this day. It Fire brings back up. so much memories. Um, but that's the black and gold for you, though, man. Um, it's a tradition. It's 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 a blue collared city and. Uh, whenever it's time to get to work, man, we gonna get to work, and that was one of the songs that got us <laughs> got us going for sure. I mean, I I love that it's it's a direct correlation to. All right, it's time to roll. It's like, Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers football, man. I tell you what, when that song comes on, the uh, the screen board goes black. Terrible towels get the flying. The juice. The juice the is juice, high. The juice comes at too oh, high spill, man. Injected in my veins. Absolutely, man. It's a whole, it's a whole scene, man, whenever Renegade plays. So uh that's what definitely brings the juice in the stadium when that song I drops. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That yeah, fires me up. No doubt. Um, you like chicken? I love chicken. That chicken sandwiches? I do chicken sandwiches. There's this place that we talked about earlier, Dervo's Deli. Uh-huh. Actually, I got their cup right here. Okay. Dervos Deli. Uh-huh. They are a, a great sandwich shop. Uh-huh. They're under... They're, you've been there. You've been Matt, there. Matt, I've been there and I've heard about them right on Shaw over there yeah, across yeah, the street by the Save Mart Center, man. They're, 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 that owner, Justin, cool yeah. cat. Good he's, dude. He's, he's trying to throw up, throw down for the 5.59. It's uh-huh. the sandwich shop to be... I think I'm going to bring some of the Fresno State football players there in a couple weeks uh-huh. and just smack some chicken sandwiches. Yeah, man. He's trying to get it to where it's got like... He wants to have like uh, 
like the the boys from Fresno come uh-huh. in, eat a chicken sandwich, sign a picture. Right. And he wants to start this big ass wall. Uh-huh. I love that. I it like more it, man. Places like yeah, that. yeah, 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 oh, man. I might need you to come get me chicken sandwich. Man, you let me know, man. I'm pulling up the Durvos, <laughs> All man. All right, Durvos, we gonna we're going to see it, We're going to do it. And then you notice how the, we, we didn't, I didn't have the video guy last time we did the pod either. Uh-huh. I got Ascent Media now. Man. My boy Jake behind the screen right now. Back there doing all kinds of moves, I, left, right, center, bang, I, bang, bang. I tell you what, set media is. You might need them for GCA. I tell you what, man, bring the juice. It's elevating. That's Elevation. the e acronym uh, at, at, for the Golden Rule, man. So I love to see how you continue to elevate since the last time we connected. Mm. Your followers then elevated. Continuing your audience then elevated. You didn't elevate it. Top tier. Everything Top about tier. you is elevating. Look at the camera setup, wow. man. It's, it's elevation did. over here. Oh my man. gosh. I'm saying we're gonna Rob's gonna run it back in like five more months. And we're gonna he's gonna be like, What? Yeah. What are you doing, yeah. bro? I, yeah. That's what I want. You being golden. <laughs> Ascent Media is killing it. So Absolutely. we should appreciate them. Absolutely. Rob, I got one more thing. Yes, sir. Two more things. Uh-huh. When you want to win, yes, sir. And you start a new goal. Uh huh. What's the first thing you do? You got write a new idea. Write it down. Write it down. Writing crystallizes thinking. Absolutely. When you write it down, it re- it brings it to your remembrance, mm-hmm. and if you can see it every day, then it reminds you of what you need to do. So, uh, when it comes to winning, when it comes to setting a vision, when it comes to accomplishing a goal, mm-hmm. uh, you got to write it down. Yeah. What you want to do, what you want to be, where you want to go where you see yourself in five years. If you don't jot that down, if you don't write it down, then um, you're really chasing the win. Um, I believe that you got to set your goal. You got to set your vision. You got to be able to see it. And then once you're able to see it, you can know how to reach it and you know you know where to go. So writing it down is your, is your navigation to go into where you need to be. My strength and conditioning coach at Fresno State, Andy Ward. Shout out Andy Ward. No free shout outs. He, uh, he's coming on the pod in probably a couple months. But uh-huh. he one thing he did that hit me that I still carry with me. We had this thing called a goal ladder. Uh-huh. You had to do it the start of winter ball, uh-huh. the start of summer ball, mm-hmm. fall camp, right. and season. And it was basically, because those are kind of, when you're playing college football, that's kind of like the sectors of how, right. how things roll. Right. And you had to set a goal. Yeah. And you started off with kind of one main goal. Like if it was season, my goal is to win conference, win uh-huh. a bowl game. Right, right, right. Class integrity and academic ex- right. excellence. right. How, what are you going to do to contribute to that goal? Right. I'm going to do this, this, and this. Uh-huh. Or if it was weightlifting, all right, you want to make your max bench go up 20 right. pounds. Right. How are you going to do it? Right. I'm going to do more uh, weighted push-ups, yeah, decelerate yeah, yeah. dips, yeah. whatever. And that's football version. But right. all it taught me, what I take away from it now in my day-to-day life is I have these big goals. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people have big goals. Right. And they can listen to this podcast and say, I got a big idea. I'm going to write it down. Yeah. But to me, I agree with you. I'm going to take uh-huh. you a step further though. That next goal that will lead you to that bigger goal uh-huh. is what you need to do. Because you got to have a plan to action. Absolutely. And if you don't have a plan to action, then yeah, you might write something down, put it on your refrigerator, tape uh-huh. it on your mirror. That's great, bro. Yeah. yeah. You're not doing anything though. Right. So what are you going to do on Monday? What Write it down. What am I going to do on Monday uh-huh. to help me get closer yep. to that big ass goal that I right. have written on my right. refrigerator? Absolutely. And, and it's hard. Yeah. And you're you're talking about my recipe now, man. You bringing my hey, recipe you, back. You got, you got Chef Rob in <laughs> first, the building. First thing, first thing you got to do is write it down, man. Then the second thing you got to do is have faith actions. Mm-hmm. And faith actions is entitled to believing what you wrote down is going to happen. But you can believe that it's going to happen. But if you don't have no action, 
actions to actually start making you help or help you reach that goal, right. um, then you're really just believing. So the first thing you have to do is write it down. Mm-hmm. Then the second thing is have faith actions. Believe what you wrote down is going to happen and then start taking actions mm-hmm. to make it happen. Um, as actions. I mentioned earlier, man, faith without works, faith without actions, faith without deeds is dead. So if you want to make a goal happen, if you want to reach a vision, uh-huh. you got to have faith, but then you got to have some actions, man, to bag up your faith, man. Whoa. So. That's what it. That's what it is. I love it. <laughs> that's what it is. Finishing up. What's the future of Golden Charter? What's what's man. what's your upcoming? What's your upcoming? Because the future is the, the, the moon. Fu- the, the future moon. is the moon. Absolutely, man. What's and if upcoming? we can go, if we can go outside of the moon, I'm going beyond that. But Maybe like Mars. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. Um, I believe that I am a uh, inspirational speaker. Uh, so we have a Be Golden tour coming up soon, man. Uh, where we're going to be trying to drop to every school in Fresno Unified School District, mm-hmm. Clovis Unified, Madera Unified, um, Central Unified, Kings Canyon Unified. I want to hit every school and be a source of inspiration and motivation for every child to let them know that I come from one of the worst areas in Southwest Fresno there right. is. And if I can do it, they can do it too. Yeah. Uh, so really just want to go around the city of Fresno, um, the Central Valley, and ultimately the world and let people know that if you want to be great, if you want to do great things in life, you got to be golden. And if you be golden, you can shine <laughs> like gold. <laughs> Rob with the absolute bangers. Absolute bangers. I, I mean, this, this episode's been an absolute stud of absolutely. a banger. I, I appreciate you, Rob. No doubt, brother. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Anything you want to say, Bring Juice Nation? Uh, man, I tell you what, man, Bring the Juice is always good to connect. Mm. And anytime we got the opportunity to drop some gems or be able to brainstorm ideas together is always great, man. But feel free to check me out on Instagram at Golden oh, yeah. Boy. Uh, I'm there, Golden. Take the O, uh, take the B out of Boy and uh-huh. put the zero, uh-huh. Golden Boy 21. Uh, you can find me there. You can look me up, Robert Golden. Um, and I drop a lot of content on there, man. And, uh, I'm excited for everything that's to come for sure. We'll be sure to tag you. We'll collab on some stuff. It'll Absolutely. be hot. We'll make sure that this episode goes viral off Absolutely. this because this is nothing but that absolute fire. Um, <laughs> the juice. The juice. <laughs> but uh, to all of our listeners out there, be sure to subscribe on Apple. Follow Rob. Follow the Golden Charter Academy. Absolutely. Check out our sponsors. We appreciate all their support. Uh, been a great episode of Bring the Juice. Absolutely. Uh, this week, don't forget y'all. Get your piss out. Let's bring the juice, baby. No doubt. We'll do it again. <laughs> All right, y'all. Yes, sir. <laughs>